0: you oh, this is april
1: um this
0: is caroline and we have a special guest here go ahead
2: should i say hi pete this is pete
1: <gasps> pete who's yeah.
2: pete? pete souza um friend friend of the show, offici- of the officially, show? And, uh, officially yeah, friend of the network uh you know i got a podcast here i do some other stuff around town and
0: tell us yeah. about your podcast
2: podcast is the payoff with pete i mean and this is why i tell people you can you know, it's about getting sober, and if you get sober, you can go anywhere you want. Cause you know, here we are. It's happy. Like that's the idea to get sober and to have fun, because now you can sit down <laughs> with people drinking white claws all night. Are you on the Are you on the wrong Are you on the wrong show? <laughs> I think did I think you I'm,
0: actually <laughs> accidentally get on the wrong show?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm on the. I told. I, I, I've been ready for this for 20 years. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm ready. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're good with us drinking our white claw.
2: Oh, knock yourself out. So
0: pay off with Pete is yeah. not how to get out of debt. It's not it's how to how get how out of debt. Honestly,
2: though, I. I. I should start, well, I should start listening to one of those. Okay. So I can have both, yeah.
0: And tell us what your day job
2: is. My day job is I do news uh, here in Waco. Uh Uh-huh. Do the morning show. I get up real early. Um... But I'm um, shot out of a cannon tonight because I got today, I got tomorrow off, which is good. And uh, yeah, I do some other st- stuff. I do some sports play-by-play. Yes, um, so I try to keep busy. Yeah.
0: So if you recognize his voice, it's because he is Waco famous.
2: Pretty Waco much. famous. I'll Pretty take too it. Pretty
0: much. Pretty much. So what we usually do is we
1: embarrass all our guests <laughs> okay. and we
0: ask um, random questions.
1: Wait, first I want to ask um, something else about your podcast. Mm-hmm. Is there a story behind how you like came up with the idea of doing that? Or do you have a personal story? Yeah, I
2: mean, I'm sober for about 10 years and, and my whole thing was, uh, you know, I was pretty I was pretty screwed up. So I, I, I felt like, um, you know, when I got when I got my, you know, back on my feet and I was living a life that I was fulfilling and fun, I was like, you know, I got a platform, you know, yes. with the stuff I do. I was like, yep. I, I, I got to kind of I want to share it. And there's a lot of other people out there who want to share it too. So it's cool, you know, just have some guests on and and talk to them about what it's like uh, on the other side, because it can suck when you're in the middle of it. But it's really right. good on the other
0: yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So Pete's not drinking a white claw.
2: No, next I'm, I'm drinking a, a fountain soda from Seven Eleven. A fountain soda. I love it. Yeah. Huh? I Is it
0: love Dr it. Pepper?
2: Uh, a little bit of Dr Pepper, a little bit of Coke Zero. Yeah. It's a
0: suicide. Do you remember when you mix a bunch of drinks, people would call them suicide no. <laughs> or a rainbow? <laughs> I
1: don't know. No, maybe I, I know, uh, that's I, what my
0: brothers used to call it. You a put a suicide. whole bunch. of they like, a bunch
1: of alcohol in there. as no, well. No.
0: I mean. and then they used to call it at school, and then the teachers would have to say, "Let's just call it a rainbow," because
3: oh. you know
0: you can't, oh, you can't say can't be talking that about suicide. Or, Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. Well, guess, he's enjoying us Coke Zero yeah. and Dr Pepper, yeah. and we're honoring Hunter Biden again <laughs> with this <Well>, <laughs> with this white claw.
1: Speaking of sober, I'm speaking of sobriety, far from it. <laughs> My buddy
2: and I were talking about some of those Hunter Biden videos that I saw this week. Well, you year. know, uh-huh.
1: April doesn't know anything about anything. I don't. That's she knows about she's FBI Crime stuff. Yeah. yeah, she's FBI. Yeah. Well, I like to dig into like the pop culture stuff or like the news, Zombies. real news. Hmm. Yeah. But it's just because it's so crazy. It's like the, then there, it's just being ignored, like it's no big deal, you know. <laughs> yeah, so when
0: that video came with him drinking the White Claw yeah, in the yeah. bathtub,
1: uh-huh. smoking the crack yeah, pie, at the sober we, house, Yeah, at the, sober uh, the house. recovery center. I didn't know
2: that. That's where it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like at a. Oh, he was at a said. recovery center.
2: Yeah. <laughs> see, I got to do a little more digging. And yeah. this is right. It was wheelhouse. like this
1: green. This like tub it was like a it looks like a happy ending's room
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) like the room you go to to get the happy ending after your massage i Mm -hmm. think that's it it's probably Mm -hmm. where he was Mm -hmm. um okay pete (laughs) caroline got a new purse did you put it on video for a reason on purpose
1: yes (laughs) it's
2: front and center (laughs)
1: it's front and center
2: her
0: mom your mom your stepmom stepmom bought her that purse because it has upside down pineapples on there if you hear the term, or you see an upside down pineapple, does that mean anything to you?
2: No, I I I, uh, I I knew somebody once who a pineapple meant that they were stressed out, so they would it was a code word. Oh, pineapple, but yeah. upside down pineapple doesn't mean anything to me. Okay,
0: okay, okay. Well,
2: what am I missing?
0: Well, you're missing a whole
1: yeah, we're community. Gonna, yeah, it is a community.
0: A Whole community, it's,
2: well, that's an upside down tree, too, not just the pineapple.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a literal that, I is a what that community. means I don't yeah. know, but it's that's all kinds of different upside down, sideways, straight up. I mean, it's upside down pineapple means you're part of a swinger <laughs> group. Oh, no, really? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and they say if you have red mulch in your f- yard, then that also is a sign. Yeah. I don't know,
2: April I just know some, about the keys in the bowl.
1: And
4: yes, that, yeah, that
1: that that is that's, 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 that's yeah. the but one. But if thing you carry right. this purse around, you're,
2: you're side, people yeah.
1: are going
0: to be like, mm, "Yeah, it's a swinger." So she's she's going to go around town later on. So I'm like,
2: oh. I would be interested to see what kind of reception you got. I you know, I always say yeah. I want to like do it. an
1: experiment. And You'd I wanna, have to go to
2: a bar, a restaurant, and put it down on the on, on the bar right you know? there. Yeah, that's the move.
1: <laughs> that's the move. Yeah, that's the And it comes with like a little zipper thing inside of it. I was nice. She was very like she was. So giddy when she gave it to me. It's a nice bag. I mean, yeah, it is. I would take it places. I probably
2: <laughs> You're would. You're about to.
1: I'm
0: You're about not. to. So what's your question for Um,
1: Were you ever given porn as a child?
2: No, but I found it.
1: You found it. Okay. Yeah,
2: I, I was looking yep. for it. And yeah. then
1: that's what led to the drinking and the well, it's, all, wild it's all about where,
2: how you were raised no, some, you some know say that. we
1: just we've had a lot yeah. of serial killers and murders who like were really into porn or their parents gave them porn or they were just like into I th-
2: porn. honestly i stuff. feel like i i escaped because i don't know how uh the, the kids are dealing with it today because it's everywhere, everywhere. i oh, had yeah. to look hard and work for it and i'm sort of lazy so i mean when, it went, when I when I found it, I found it. But,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Well. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> that's the one talk about. I've never been asked that in my
0: life. Yeah. Oh, How many tattoos different. do you have? One. One. What is it?
2: Tell us the story. Oh, boy. Is
1: it a tramp
2: stamp? No. Well, yeah. Oh, it's right, it's right back here. I knew it was It's in between yeah, tramp my shoulder, shoulder blades. And uh, honestly, it it means inner strength. People ask me now what it means uh, because it's like a Japanese symbol. What does it mean? I say, I say, it means mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I got it. Um, when I was doing a lot of drinking and using drugs, and I got it in like right out of college, and I thought it meant inner strength. And so, I'm walking down the boardwalk one time in in, uh, New Jersey with with my girlfriend at the time, and this guy behind me is going like, he's going like ghost. Ghost, he's looking at, you know, my, my uh, tattoo. Um,
1: ghost? Okay. I'm like,
2: no, 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 it means inner strength. And he's like, no, man, that means ghost, yeah. <laughs> he was a Japanese man. And then I went to a gym um, where a guy was another Japanese guy, and he just liked to fuck with me because he was like, speed it, speed it. He would follow me around like because <laughs> I, he was like, what do you do You know what it means? And I would say inner strength. He said, no, it means spirit. And, and I got the, the impression that that culture, they get a real big kick.
3: Out of, ad, of ad, ad, ad yes. ad people like
2: me getting those symbols, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I got it, and the only thing, the only right decision about it was I put it in a place where not many people can see it.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. At yeah.
2: least I can't see it.
3: <laughs> yeah, you forget <laughs> it
0: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So when you were drinking, what was your drink of choice?
2: Uh, you know, I liked Stella, but I, I liked anything. I mean, okay. Yeah, like what you were talking about. um like Long Island iced tea came to mind when you were talking about yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Like because you drink little, oh, so many yeah. different drinks. Yeah, uh-huh. but I, I just loved to drink. So okay. a cold beer was was my favorite. A cold
0: beer, and then what was your drug of choice?
2: Speed. Like I did like a lot of cocaine and a lot of like Adderall and all. That oh stuff. wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you had to have a lot so of money to do that. And you were from up north, I was right? from up
2: north, yeah. Okay. From, I'm from outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. So
0: you probably moved to Texas like, I'm not doing math, Yeah. No. so let
3: me get sober. <laughs> I,
0: I got sober in, in
2: Pennsylvania, so and then I started to move around a little okay. bit. Okay, okay. Yeah, so when I got here, you know, I was clean.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. It's probably a good thing. Yeah, probably didn't want You don't want to sniff wasp spray.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny or you talk like about that. Yeah. That's the big uh, drug around here. I it guess is.
0: Yeah. I have family in Michigan, and there's this heroin. They don't even hear of meth yeah. up there. There's this heroin. Ours is
1: meth. So, is I there mean, a lot of meth here. That's, that's what I've I mean, heard. I mean, I know yeah.
2: there's fentanyl. Fentanyl, I've heard. Yeah, recently, and yeah, but that's scary.
1: Apparently, but. you pick up a dollar bill on the street, and you're gonna.
4: Go into uh, like a as a
2: drug addict, you, I, I'm very relieved. I feel like I'm blessed. That's another thing. Like the digital porn, like like with fentanyl, I miss that because a lot of guys now you hear are just going to do a line of cocaine and it's it, laced with fentanyl, And they die. Yeah, yeah,
1: they just, and you can touch it, and you
2: could. I die. yeah, I'm, I heard I've heard crazy stories too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So. You're not married, any not married. kids, any no kids, anything, not, Pets? Ma- not married, no, engaged.
2: Um, uh, not I was just engaged, not engaged. No, I've been close a couple times, but okay. n- nothing ever. Okay, yet. Uh-huh. okay, no, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
0: and you still like women.
2: I still like women, okay. yeah. Hopefully they still like me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Exclusively, yeah. Um I got a I have a girlfriend right now. Okay, um, okay she lives in uh in, in, in Dallas. No, she she lives in Niagara Falls, no I'm joking. <laughs> she lives in Dallas. In um, Dallas? Yeah, great woman. And you've yeah.
0: you've seen her like she's a real person. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, like real
2: person no. Okay. I'm not a real person. Um sometimes she's a definitely a real person.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that brings me to my... I have to tell you all that. I feel like I saved a life today. Oh, yes, yes. yes. I did, and I've only told Caroline a little bit of the story, but me and um, two friends were in Cameron Park going for our walk, and we see a little girl that from far away, she was dressed kind of like Little Bo Peep or like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Ran like just on her phone. And so we speak and she's a little bit of duress. Anyways, as you talk more, I don't want to say too much, but as you talk to her more, she was waiting on an Uber to come get her that her friend that she fell in love with online was sending to come and pick her up.
2: Where was this in Cameron Park?
0: It was um in the neighborhood.
2: Okay. Okay. And. What's
0: the name? A There's a neighborhood, yeah. Oh. yeah. There's a whole little beautiful neighborhood over there. Oh. Yeah. And so we said, oh, so have you met them before? And she says, no, but sh- but they exist. I know we've bonded. Um, and they were literally coming to pick her up. And as we talk more, she's not a runaway because she's 23 years old, but she looked 14.
1: Oh, she did look 14. Yeah.
0: And... Um, her, she's very much isolated and not allowed to leave at home. So I thought maybe they were like homestead, not to leave the home. yeah. like homestead heritage people. Cause that's what they look, they kind of look like. First I was thinking, did she escape from the Methodist home? Cause it's right there. Um, and then she says, no, she lived right over there. Anyways, long story short, the police had to come and she's safe now. And her parents were not around at the time, but she showed me the profile and the person that she was speaking to and the picture of who she was speaking to, and it was literally a blacked out picture with just lips. And she didn't have the... Wherewithal. Yes, to, she was also on the spectrum, autism spectrum. So she didn't have that distrust, Mm. I guess. Um, but this is what I told her before I found out she was on the spectrum. I was like, friend, I don't want to continue my walk and then I see you on the news. You think you're meeting your love. However, you're gonna be traveling. It's gonna be an old redhead white man with a little bitty penis and he's gonna put heroin in your arm and 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 like trade, like pay men are going to pay him to scro- have sex yep. with you. And she had no reaction. She looked straight through me, but I said too much. Like she can't even like fat, you know, fathom that, but she's a beautiful girl. So sweet. She's safe now.
2: Wow. So you called the police and they came.
0: She actually wanted me to, I gave her like some options and she was like, let's, can we um, call the police? Cause she actually wanted to leave home she didn't want to go back home mm-hmm. but she didn't have. So that was a highlight of my day.
2: Yeah, sure sure. I felt should be a high, like, should be a highlight. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. I mean. But I'm scared to say too much because the parents are here and I don't they probably don't believe really in Spotify, listen. but what if their coworkers do? <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll tell them because the I don't want the daughter to get in trouble. Even though were, she says nothing abusive happens at home, she's it's like the Stockdale family that we talked about last month. Basically, the mom is like that.
2: Um, Good job, because honestly, I'm jogging through Cameron Park a lot and I see stuff like that, I just keep it moving. I mean, (laughs) and it's not because I really need like a cry for help, like that's, sometimes I have that, uh, you know, naive,
0: Yes. Um, approach.
2: Like, oh, she must be coming from a costume party. <laughs> you know, really? It was yeah. like, you know, yep. something like that. Yeah.
0: Same. Well, at first we were talking about how Cameron Park's haunted. And then we see this person there that doesn't look like she's in this century. And I was like, what if it's a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> what if she's really not there? And then it kind of progressed. But if I was still a runner, I would not have stopped because yeah. you don't want to mess with your time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <Totally, laughs> you yeah. trying to get your uh, PR, but yeah. I can't run anymore. So we were walking.
1: So uh, we had the time. <laughs>
2: That's impressive.
1: Yeah. And then, well, she told me another story this week. I don't know, but we
0: have to talk about the 40th anniversary of the Lake Waco murders, which was yesterday for us, a week ago for when y'all hear this. And did any of y'all see the article that came out?
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh, Tommy Witherspoon at our station, KWTX, did yes. it? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And so now finally... And I guess it's always Wacos, I think, always have been divided. It's coming out more and more that David Wayne Spitz might have been um, executed for something he did not do. What, what do, do you, you think about? It? Do you know the story? Yeah,
2: I know the story. I mean, I've literally learned it. I learned it a little bit. Yesterday, I got a chance to really kind of dig into it. Uh-huh. it sounds it sounds like so wide. Here's what it sounds like to me. It just sounds wide open. There yeah. didn't it didn't sound like, uh, like there was a great enough reason to convict him or, yeah. and, or or to have him executed. If there was, that wasn't in the article, and I don't, I don't put that on Tommy. He's a great. He's got it all. So yeah, I think it, uh, there's something missing there.
0: There's a lot missing. Oh, yeah. there
2: is. So you yeah. What do yeah. you think is missing? What do you think is a big thing?
0: I mean, I wish we had DNA, but we don't have any, so I don't know that they can ever be ruled out because. We didn't really have evidence to convict. It was bite marks back then, which we don't even believe in now, but there's not anything else to really, you know, besides like bad reputations Uh and amazing investigator, may he rest in peace, that was um, Truman.
2: Simons, right? Yeah.
0: But so many things have come out since then that would raise a reasonable doubt. So I think if he's going to court today, David Wynn Spence would not have been of
2: it seems so like blurry in the sense where like the guy mistook the girl for somebody else. Like that right there I was like that's that's crazy. Yes, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know? um, the victim, Jill's family members message us on our Bloody Happy Hour podcast, and she thanked us for telling the whole story. Most people just talk about the book, but not all the other stuff. They do not even believe in that, in the murder the for hire and okay, mistaken yeah. identity. And so they are, the mom is probably about to pass away, not knowing who actually killed her Daughter, so that was interesting to me. If the actual victim's family doesn't believe it was David Wayne Spence and the Melendez brothers, then
2: I gotta go a back lot. and listen to your podcast for
0: part one, and, part two. And we recorded the lawyer, we interviewed the lawyers Russ, okay. Russ Hunt and Walter Reeves. So go listen and then yeah, tell us what you think. I will because it's a lot.
1: Yeah, can we talk about Jen Shaw?
2: <laughs> Who's that? Jen Shaw from Housewives, yes, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, P. Okay. yeah, <laughs> so. You know, she was uh, while on the show on the Housewives show. Do you watch Salt Lake City Housewives? No, no. Well, during the season, like season but I did two. meet a
0: Mormon last week and I asked him a bunch of questions about porn. Oh, yeah, and but go ahead, they're not allowed. Okay. Obviously.
1: Well, so she, you know, like, they were, she was on the Sprinter van bus with all her other castmates and she gets a phone call and she's like, oh, I have, to, I have to get off the bus, I have to get off the bus, my husband's in the hospital. So she gets off the bus and leaves and then, like, within minutes, like, all these police, like, surround the bus. And then she, like, goes to her house and then they finally, like, catch her and they take her to the station to question her. So she was being investigated for this, like, telemarketing um fraud scheme, big huge like scheme that she did. And there's like several other people involved. So then they ended up like indicting, is that the right word? Uh-huh. Like and so she pled not guilty. And she had an assistant who was like her main guy. Like he would feed her bananas. I mean it was just like this whole thing. Like in had they had each other's back you know well then he was also going to get indicted and he was going to turn on her and he was going to testify against her if this goes to trial uh-huh. the trial was supposed to, to be next week and he's the dead 18th. no so she is pleading not guilty all the other people involved have at this point like pled guilty and they're like there's so much gu- that's like going to be against her and she's going to have no chance So literally like two days ago, she sneaks into the courthouse and she pleads guilty and what it is, is I have exactly, it is a Shaw and others carried out wide ranging telemarketing scheme that would defraud hundreds of victims of people who are the age of 55 and older. Mm. So they would sell, um, business services. To these people and they would say that you can have this online business and what she would do was she would court she would get like she would help get leads and then the leads oh. would then call the people huh. and she would and they would be the ones to make the fraudulent calls so they would go up and people and they'd be like hey if you pay fifteen thousand dollars to set up this business plan like uh we'll build you this online store and you'll start generating all this revenue like what and the people are like okay uh and then like time goes by and they're like okay i paid you this money but like um i'm like not generating any like nothing's happening and then they're like oh you know just pay us a little bit more um and we'll get this we'll get you this elite marketing team oh my goodness and some coaching and we'll redo your website and all this stuff and the the she was out there like the
2: face of it right
1: i yeah i mean i think i'm guessing
2: just because she's well the the the
1: the victims are like oh i i can't pay any more money like i can't have any more money and then they're like oh it's okay we can help you do debt settlement and we can uh you know
2: more services
1: yeah more services and they're like i literally am out of money at this point and they're like well great well let's set you up for some debt consolidation i mean and they're just like <laughs> taking all these money so it's like this high pressured sales tactics tactics that like are trapping these people and now they have no money and they're too ashamed and embarrassed to go to like their families because it's like oh you know they've, they've now they've lost their money they can't go to their families they're It's almost like they they think they're going to get yelled at. Like, if you're an older parent and you're like, "Uh, I don't want to just put my kids, like, oh, my gosh. It's almost like when a kid doesn't want to tell their parents something because they're going to get yelled at. Yeah. And it was, it's just crazy because you you like her on the show. I mean, she's just, she's a likable person, I feel like, even though she's, like, fully on, like.
2: She, I mean, she's hot. She's hot. There's certain times you'll see her. She doesn't look like the same se- person, typically. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. she outsides.
1: seems like she's like yeah. f- like funny. I mean, she's very dramatic, obviously. Yeah. But, but that's slow. Do all- yes. It's yeah. low. It's just I mean, as bad it, as praying as on kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, it's, and these, the people, they're just like, they fall into this trap and they're like, I put all this money in and I. I if I put a little bit more in, I don't have to tell my family. I put a little bit more in, like I can fix it. I can fix it. Uh, it's just like ha- like the shame of you know being a an addict, and you yeah. have to come out and tell people. Like okay, this is what that'll I'm actually keep, doing. That'll like,
2: keep you drinking for a yeah, long time. Yeah, because of the shame you of, get, of like, coming out there.
1: Somebody steals your money, uh, like starts pawning your jewelry or like steals a credit card that you have Our and starts, and it's starts your using your credit card that you don't know about and they're spending all this money and then now you have all this debt and then you buy this new jeep and then now you have to pay all the jeep and then you're like oh shit i married this guy <laughs> <laughs> so the the goal is that this happens to so many people yes so don't feel shame don't be embarrassed you're not the only one and don't yell at pe- show compassion if you're gonna be the per because like whenever I got out of my situation I didn't know how people were gonna react but it was very like I was like I'm gonna get yelled at I'm gonna I did not get yelled at nobody yelled at me yeah. like y'all probably yelled amongst yourselves mm-hmm. but nobody like I told you so I told you like because that's the way those are she- real
2: friends that and that's crazy because that keeps you sick for a long time. The yeah, yeah. And the yeah, yeah. And I mean yeah. like
1: I remember y'all would be like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm let's have a sleepover. Okay. I'm glad you're okay. Let's <laughs> hang out. Let's go let's do something. Let's get you away from the sky. You know, like I so. probably did
0: say I told you it was Ted Bundy, but that was yeah, it. Yeah,
1: but there was no I remember I re- just really remember not having any like cuz I knew. Like I was like, I know y'all told me. I know you told me. But now I Now I know. Now I know and please don't give me shit for it because yeah I already feel like the lowest of the low yeah. like shit so yeah I didn't know well, such for, a
0: good friend well
2: and, and, and wow. by the way this is the, how freeing is it when you finally come clean and you're like oh you know you get that monster yeah. out in the middle of the room you start getting help and you start moving towards a like, the solution you
1: like it's not it's it well you have to realize it's not your fault even though it's oh. hard too because yeah. it's like with uh, with this, like with these people, old people getting taken advantage of. It's like oh. it's not your fault. They like they have these high pressure sales sales tactics, and they are good like, at their job. They're good at their job. That's like with these con men and these people who are talking, trying to talk, and they just are persuasive. And you know, it's, it's um, easy to say, yeah, yeah. Us people over here who are just like, oh, you know, what the hardest thing is, bad. just the last
2: thing to say. It's hard to say. I gotta get the hell out of this.
1: Yeah. Some people go yeah.
2: their whole lives in a situation that's totally fucked up because they don't. They can't find that gear to be like, oh shit, guys, mm-hmm. I need help. Like, I need you to help me get out of this.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. 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 So, well, thank I'm, you for coming to my TED talk. Part yes! two.
0: <laughs> part two. I'm excited for the story today. You should tell them, mm-hmm.
1: y'all. Orenthal, James Simpson. <laughs> We're going to OJ's house. We're going to talk about some OJ. I know we've been teasing it. And, you know, Pete is apparently quite the expert on OJ.
2: I I am. I don't know if expert's the word. I think maybe. And I finally got you two motherfuckers to talk to about OJ. (laughs) Do you know nobody wants to talk to? I've I've had, like, women I've dated where I've been like, you got to watch this OJ doc. They're like, what? One girl I showed it to her, she was like,
1: what am I watching <laughs> oh um, yeah I yeah.
2: broke up with her um,
1: yeah. I know it's so difficult because if I go on a date I'm like I can't talk about the podcast I can't just talk about murder the whole all the time, time. Yeah. yeah but like mm-hmm. what else what am I supposed to talk about like <laughs> yes politics totally, yeah finance bleh. like I don't know what else to talk about
0: well let's talk about some OJ because I don't
2: know a lot I
0: was real young um, yeah that's funny by the looks
2: of this I am older than you guys, a little older, <laughs> so it was more, I never saw him play, I'm not that old, but, so I, I grew up with OJ, the celebrity, like, like in the mid right. to late 80s, like, you knew this guy, he was a Hall of Famer, yeah, um, can I give a little intro about him Please, now? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. so,
1: how old are you whenever it all happens, okay, so you know, I was, like, in, I was, uh, it was 94, yeah,
2: so I was I was, was, like, I was uh, going uh, into my eight. senior year in high school. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, i know, so yeah. How
2: about how, how, how about you April? Where, where I were you don't know at? what I don't know well, what I was in 94. How old
3: were
1: you? When were you born? I was
0: born in 81. So okay. You were 13. I was 13 years old. Okay. I don't know what grade that is. Well, I don't
1: know. You're probably going into. Uh, I wasn't a, watching porn, porn at, at that grade. age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How
2: about
1: you? How? Uh, I think I was seven. Okay.
2: Or eight. Okay. Yeah. So this is why. So there's. I want you to think about it like this. Um everybody knows who Charles Barkley is. Yeah. Right. Right? Charles Barkley and, and imagine if Charles Barkley was like a moderately successful actor too. And then all of a sudden his wife came up dead and he is, is missing, and he's on the run, and, and, and his wife, he, he killed his wife and another woman.
0: It's like The Rock. It would be The Rock. For right now, it would be The Rock. The Rock. Because if you were a wrestling fan, yeah. which I mm-hmm. was, he was, he was a Hall of Famer, yeah. and then now he's a decent yeah. actor, and then what if his wife's dead?
2: Oh uh, Yeah, his wife and another person.
0: And another person. And it was
2: so inconceivable. I remember coming home. I was with my buddies probably. Um, it was a, it was June of of so I was going into my senior year in high school, and Peter Jennings. It was on ABC World News. They were like OJ's wife is dead. OJ is like I, they just showed him on the screen. It was for me. It was inconceivable that this guy had done it. It was just like oh that sucks for OJ. His ex wife was his ex wife at the time. Right. His ex wife right, right. is dead. Um, but it was you know the guy ran for two thousand yards. Was the first running back ever to do that. He won the Heisman Trophy. He was a Hall of Famer. The Bills suck, so he never got to experience uh, his full potential. But it was also a point in time when he walked away from football because his skills were somewhat eroding, but there was so much more out there for him. I mean, he literally went from football right into being like in big-time movies. Yeah. He, was, he, he wanted to be a serious actor, and he could never get that. So, he was actually even smart enough and funny enough to be in the Naked Gun the movies. Naked uh, gun. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which was like a, th- that, he had a shitload of success with that. So, he was a studio analyst for NBC, uh, the NFL, and NBC. Um. And then he would travel to games as like a, he was a, when the, the last Super Bowl OJ worked was the Cowboys and they were ironically playing the Bills. And he was the sideline reporter for the Super Bowl. Like, so he was that big. Like, yeah. he was, you know, he's the third man. He was on Monday Night Football for a while. Uh-huh. He sucked. So they took him off. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, that. but yeah. So I mean, this is a guy who was—it was inconceivable that he could, you know. And these were brutal, brutal murders. Brutal. I, oh, oh,
1: I remember. I do remember the the chase.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I didn't really know who. I knew he was a football player. Yeah. I yeah. remember seeing it, and but I was never watching the trial because yeah. I was yeah. like eight or nine or something. But did you know that? His father was a drag queen.
2: Yeah, his father was, yeah. a, was
1: and gay. His,
2: that is some great digging.
0: Which oh, yes. ones? Well, who is his father, the black so one his, or black or white? Yeah, they're,
1: no, they're both black. Yeah. Mom, you have black you, parents? Unice, oh, they're both Unice, black. Unice and Jimmy, Jimmy Lee Simpson. And he, the, Eunice. he was there in San Francisco. The father was a well-known drag queen.
2: A closeted homosexual, though, kind of, but he and, was a drag queen, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it was like later announced that he was gay and he died of AIDS. Oh. Well, his parents, well, they were still together, they separated, and he was raised by his mom, and they lived in the projects, and he had like a couple of siblings. Um, he like he was taken, he like was in some gang for a little bit. He was in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. But then he met. Willie Mays at one point, and he said, the baseball like, player? the baseball player, uh-huh. and they said that he, that's who encouraged him to, like, get out of trouble and, like, maybe focus on sports.
2: Yeah, it kind of changed his life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so this is, I wanted to, to touch on the, a, a point that you, that this is being brought up here. Some of the people think that that's how OJ was so you know, because back in the, in this day and age, be, being a homosexual was not. Oh, he was uh, super and embarrassed. Was su- about it. And, and and being a homosexual in black culture was just not. Oh, yet. yeah, still so not. There were two things that he was very, had beneath the surface, was furious about. People people say yeah. it's possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he never expressed this. Hey, Kate, yeah. I'm yeah. just
5: going to tell you this if, if you get in trouble, just look straight into the camera.
2: Yeah, for people that don't know Mike has his dress code is pineapple. He already told us earlier.
1: Yeah. You guys good? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just go jump in front of the next train.
1: (laughs) And so wasn't he the like for the NFL he was like the first draft pick for the Buffalo Bills. I
2: don't know if he, I think he was the number one draft pick. Yeah, but he was supposed and to. He played the for bills. USC. Yeah, and that's then, what I wondered. What he, college? Yeah. he Yeah, went to. so he played
1: played for USC, and then he. At what point was he named the Juice?
2: I, I think he was OJ Simpson. He was the Juice, like in, in college. Um okay. Yeah. So they, okay. a lot of people refer to him as Juice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So what did he have the? I read that he had the largest. Contract in professional sports history at the time. At the yes. time. At the time. Yeah. And
2: that gives you an idea. Which exactly. is probably nothing now. It was like six hundred and fifty thousand yeah.
1: dollars over five what? years. Yeah. What? And then, but then there was like apparently this like um, standoff. Like he, he, or he, he was like trying to negotiate to get that to get to that level, and they were like not wanting to do it. And then that's when he was like, oh, well, I'm just going to go start doing some acting. So that's yeah. when he started doing some acting. Then, exactly. In yeah.
2: seventy three, I think, is when he ran for over two thousand yards.
1: Yeah, I think he got more money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: and so he started to make more money. But yeah, that's that's exactly um I didn't even think of that when we were talking earlier. It was it was one of those things where nowadays a player would keep Working because there's astronomical money in it, but back then it's like, okay, I can go act and make the same money and not bang myself up.
1: So, was he in any Hall of Fames?
2: Yeah, he He went to the NFL Hall of Fame. Is he still
1: in any Hall of Fames?
2: You know, I don't know. I think he was. That's a great question. I know. I think he's in. I know he was inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. You know, he was found not guilty. So, which is, a hey, he was found not guilty. Look, April's giving me the side eye. He was found not guilty. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. but
0: like with Chris Benoit, remember the wrestler mm-hmm. that killed oh, his? Yeah. They inducted him, and then they pulled it back, and they actually, like, don't, they took him off of everything, WWE. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised
1: of that, Chris oh, Benoit. Wow. Yeah. Wall. Mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Well, I do know that in 1975, People Magazine talked about how he was the first Black athlete to become like the a lovable media superstar. Oh. And was he was the like, first black husband? Well, no, I don't no. think so. But he was. Well, he just he had like as far as like acting and stuff because it was there was a bunch of like civil rights stuff was happening and it was it was a big deal because he got this like Hertz um, sponsorship sponsorship yeah. yeah so they were like well like we don't really. Have a black person who's in commercials who who people are wanting to see, uh-huh. and it people didn't necessarily see him as black. Yeah, he, he And why people and that's he OJ? Wanted, yeah, yeah. And he people would ask him, "How do you feel about this, this, or, or this?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm just OJ. Yeah, like, I'm I'm not I'm not black. I'm not I'm OJ. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm OJ."
1: And so he Which was, pissed
2: some of the civil rights people yeah, off yeah. back then, like Dr. Harry Edwards. All these guys who were kind of at the forefront of that movement. OJ was kind of like, I'm, I'm, i good. Like I, I got to right. keep my brand strong. Yeah, In the Hertz yeah. commercial, he's jumping over suitcases go, run, go. and 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 go this this old white woman is saying, <laughs> Go OJ, go! Oh, and yeah. that kind of gave you the idea of like his marriage with society. Yeah. You know, how, how, lovable he was
1: yep so he had this huge thing with the Hertz rental car company so he was very lovable he is he was charismatic he had these endorsement deals and
2: wouldn't you guys say he was a good looking dude as well yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah.
1: people were naming their kids after him Mm -hmm. well um let's go to his he met margar marguerite whitley uh, I, was it in high school or college? Well, he met her and they da- they knew each other for a long time. That was his first wife. Um, and they in, I guess when he was 19, 1967, they got married and they had three kids. Is she white too? She's black. She's black, okay. So this is before I think he decided he wanted to be okay. Um, so he okay. had to
0: divorce her real quick when he figured out, <laughs> well, he, he, he didn't want to be this black. Is what,
1: he, he, had her, he had the wife at home. Yeah. He was over here sad, cheating sadness. on her left and right, okay. cocaine, yeah. all the stuff. So they have three kids. They have Arnell, Jason, and Aaron. Now, did you know that their third kid, Aaron, actually drowned in the swimming pool? Yes. So they he lost a child. Oh, no. Like at That's traumatic. Um, yeah. two years old or Apparently something? Apparently
2: their marriage never recovered. And he kind of blamed Marguerite because... I guess she, she was, was there. at home. Yes. Yeah, so oh. Right. Yeah. yeah. So let's
0: keep the trauma tally mark. So you got a gay drag queen LGBTQIAPK <laughs> dad when before Plus, any of that was accepted.
1: Yeah. 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 Yep. And, and then now then you lost, lost a child. Kid. Yes. So then he meets Nicole Brown at in 1977. So he's still married. Uh, she was 18. She's working a, as a waitress at a. Beverly Hills Club, this place called the Daisy. And, you know, they just started they he met her and then he left and it came back again, had dinner there again and saw her again and then they started hanging out and they started, you know, whatever. He he was still married, but he eventually filed for divorce. And this was like just a few months after they lost that ah uh, yeah. So it was in March 1979 he filed for divorce and then he went to marry Nicole not until uh 1985. so they dated for a while okay and then they went on to have two kids Sydney who was born in 85 and then Justin born in 88. and um according to this uh advocate for victims of domestic abuse um she said that simpson and brown that their marriage was textbook example of domestic abuse i mean mm-hmm. the roller coaster that they go through it's like they were just both feeding off of each other it was they I were mean,
0: toxic it, for it each other
1: a hundred percent so nicole signed a prenup, and she i've only saw this one place but she said she was prohibited for working while she was married to him. control
2: he was, I've see, never he was heard very,
1: of... yeah very oh.
2: controlling. I had a situation once where I was dating a girl and I was like, like, just kind of out there with her. You know, and I was talking with my buddies a lot about mm-hmm. it. He goes, dude, who do you think you are? My buddy was like, you think you're OJ? Was like, <laughs> and he was like, and that was his way of saying like, stop being so goddamn controlling. Uh-huh. But he was so controlling. I mean, it was either she was going to be with OJ or she wasn't going to be with anyone else. Yeah. One of her best friends I saw... I was watching this clip, uh, Faye that's Resnick true. was like, if oh, O.J., yeah. if she talked to so, so much as the gas station attendant, O.J. would make up his mind that she was having an affair with him. Like, that oh. was the kind it's of thing. Like we're talking he, about.
1: You know, that's what he's doing. Ooh, he's yeah. he's yeah. cheating, and so then he's thinking that's automatically, like, that's what she's doing. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Which they both were actually sleeping with other people while they yeah. were together because they were together for like, I mean, it was a span of over 15 years that they were together. So throughout their marriage, there was 62 incidents of domestic violence. Wow. Several previously were unknown to like the authorities, but they had found the 62 on record. Well, I think that she, okay, okay. yeah. Well, that and then they found these like letters that she had written and they were in like a safety deposit box. Uh, And it it said she was conflicted to report them to the police because she was so financially dependent on him. She didn't want to lose all the stuff that she had. And then the police had OJ had created such a uh, environment with the police that they would like stop by his house and (laughs) they would like come have a cup of coffee. They would party with him. He's like text. They were just never interested in in arresting him for abusing her. And like, it was there that she had called the cops several times to mm-hmm. come over for, I think, eight times total.
2: Oh, this is great. I love it. Yeah. You, and guys, there, you guys are good at this. This oh, is great. Yeah. Well, gotta, All right. So he I calls gotta, the cops oh, eight yeah. times. This is great. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's like a little, literally yeah. a story. Yeah. Um, and she had talked. So she calls the cops several times. There's probably eight different incidents. And it's not until the last one that they um, that they did arrest him. But a couple of these notes that they found that she wrote, um, they said one of them said that she had told the she, he broke her arm during a during a fight, and she told the emergency room staff that she had fallen off a bike, you know, whatever. He would beat her in public during sex, even in front of family and friends. And the final one where this is where we're gonna listen to one of them. This is the one in uh, 1989, and this is on New Year's Eve. Um, and so they had been out, you know, doing what you do on New Year's Eve, having a you know partying it up whatever. And they get to uh, the, she calls the cops, and I'll tell you what I'll tell you how, what all led up to it after I play this.
4: I want emergency findings. Can you get someone over here now to 325 Gretna Green? He's back. Please. Okay. What does he look like? He's O.J. Simpson. I think you know his record. If you just send somebody okay. over here? Okay. What is he doing there? He just drove up again. He just drove somebody up. over? Okay. Wait a minute. What kind of car is he in? He's in a white Bronco, but first of all, he broke the back door down to get in before. Okay. Wait a minute. What's your name? Nicole Simpson. Okay. Is he the sportscaster or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Thank what is, you. Wait a minute. We're police what is he doing is he threatening you i'm going nuts okay has he threatened you in any way or or is he just harassing you (laughs) you're going to hear him in a minute he's about to come in again Hey, just stay on the line i don't want to stay on the line he's going to beat the (laughs) shit wait a minute wait just stay on the line so we can know what's going on till the police get there okay okay nicole Uh uh-huh just a moment does he have any weapons i don't know Okay. He went home, and now he's back. Okay. My kids are up sleeping, and I don't want anything to happen. Okay. Has he hit you today or no? No. Okay. You don't need any paramedics or anything? Uh-uh. Okay. You just want him to broke leave? My door. He broke the whole back door in. And then he left, and he came back? Uh, and he came, and he practically knocked my upstairs door down, but he pounded it, and then he screamed and hollered, and I tried to get him out of the bedroom because the kids were sleeping in there. hmm Okay. And then he wanted somebody's phone number, and I gave him my phone book, and was bad, or I gave, put my phone book down to write, mm-hmm. to write down the phone number that he wanted, and then mm-hmm. he took my phone book with all my stuff in it. The dispatch. The dispatch. What? What does he say? <sighs> what The domestic violence at 30, 325, South The suspect has now entered okay, the He's Go to to Oh, oh it's different now. I'm talking to you, your you Just stay on the line, okay? about that. Is he upset with
2: something that you did? Oh, a long time ago, it always
1: comes back. Wow. He gets pissed and accuses her of cheating. Okay, so this is what's happening. Police arrive, and they find a bloody, terrified Nicole hiding in the bushes. So she ran out towards the house, and she's like, he's going to kill me, he's going to kill me. He was, at that point, he was charged with... um, he was, he was finally, he was charged. finally. This yeah. is Yeah, this, yes. So he gets charged with one count of spousal abuse and he's sentenced to 120 hours of community service. Oh. Or wow. a year probation. I've seen both of the different things. But he later goes on to say that Nicole initiated the whole thing. It was her fault. And yeah, somehow, after the trial, and after this was played, like everybody heard the 911 call, and somehow he came out of that night as the poster boy of an abuser. <sighs> he has no idea why. So, she, she says she's in uh, Gretna Green Drive. So at this point, they are separated. Okay. They're so, at what? Gretna the, Green, the, that's, that's her her where address. address. Her okay. address, And he yeah. lives on Bundy. Our, yes. No she lives on bundy in brentwood he lives at rock 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 place Rockfield. Okay. i got it all okay okay so january it's january 1992 nicole t- tells oj that she wants a separation she then moves out of the house with him and moves to gretna green way okay gotcha. that's where this call was from It's a half a mile from Rockingham, which is their mansion where OJ lives. So he's keeping her close. Yeah. Um, OJ. By the way,
2: in that that, nine one one call, you could hear what he was—if you could kind of hear what he was yelling about. So they were already separated or divorced, but she was having sex with this guy Keith, um, who owned restaurants. She was dating him. And apparently, one at one time, O.J. was kind of lurking or something.
1: Yeah, there's two different ones. One of them is she supposedly was having like a set, um, a group sex party, and they were doing drugs. And then another one is when he peeked in the window, and he, she's having she sex was with this guy sex and he like bangs on the door twice and leaves.
2: Yeah, and he's so he's referencing a lot of that in that uh, 911 call because he still can't, and that's why she says it goes always back. Yeah, yes. it always yes. goes back. Yes. Okay,
1: okay, so she wants to be separated. OJ shocked, but he continues to pursue her and he hopes they can reconcile. But Nicole started dating other guys. And then she ended up filing for divorce two months later. So like late February 92. He
2: is losing his shit because she's seeing other other men.
1: Yeah. And so Nicole said that OJ was like stalking her and harassing her and um, just like Obviously, like an intimidation tactic for an, an abuser, um, and she. This is when she talked about the time that he spied on her whenever she was having sex with that guy. Well, O.J. says that he was coming home from a party, and he was just wanting to stop by her house to see what she's doing. He yeah. says he was hoping maybe he could get some. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like that. How <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I could get some. <laughs> like, he sees her with a boyfriend, bangs on the twice, and then leaves. The next morning, he goes back to the house and confronts her while he's there. And she just is like, oh my gosh, like, okay, you stay in here. Let me go talk to him in the other room. And it was just like this whole big thing. Um, They were supposedly, according to OJ, supposed to be telling each other when they were seeing other people. <laughs> really. So, <laughs> and he started dating this lady named Paula. Yeah, yeah. And so he... When Nicole would call him, she
2: she, well, she was smoked, by the way. Paul Barbieri or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. She, was, she
2: was hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was, yeah. It's so, like one of those things you, I, I was watching a documentary recently. I was yeah, like, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so
1: was Nicole. I mean, they all, so was Nicole. She, all, stunning, all he stunning. wanted blonde white girls. Uh-huh. And that's who he, that's who, that's what, that was his thing. That was that his was type. The thing. That's who he wanted.
0: And, and she needed to find somebody just as rich as OJ so she could afford to not be with yeah, OJ. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so then uh, Paula was getting pissed that like Nicole kept calling OJ and everything. And so she was like, look, you got to stop. Because she would just call him to talk about her boyfriend or I don't know. The, yeah, there you know, there are
2: theories, yeah. Like like yeah. she's still, like we talk about, it's toxic. Yes. So it's, it does like, I, she's still, I think they were, Having sex every so often, right? The two of them, like, so I mean, there was that still going on. Mm-hmm. It was real messy. Yes,
1: yeah, so it was like over the those next few months, they were like kind of on again, Back off again. Forward. They were like right. Is stay, that what you're, yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. Okay. They would stay at his house, says, they'd stay yeah. her house, uh-huh. and all this stuff. And so it just then feels messy,
2: right? Yeah. Uh, the
1: second one, the spying incident, that's October 25th, 1993. She called the police again. She says he's going nuts, he's going to beat the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. The police come, and she says he gets this very animalistic look in him. His veins pop out, his eyes are black, and he's just Cold like an animal, and it was just very weird. And she, it was, it scared Scary. her. Scary, yeah. And so, this is what she tells the officers. And she said that OJ broke the door down to get into the house, that he had heard a rumor that Nicole was ha- hosting. Uh, group sex parties and they were doing drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Was there a bowl on the table? Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: <Huh? laughs> a bowl. Of keys? Tell us well, about I the Coke, Caroline. I'd have liked to have be been was... invited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait,
2: what was that again? You...
1: I might have liked to have invi- invited. Yeah, yeah, I would have yeah, brought my yeah. pineapple purse. <laughs> like, I would have fit right in. Yeah, you
2: would have. What the about purse. the
1: Coke? What were you going to say? Well,
2: no, I think a lot of this. Oh, um, yeah. Is is fueled by by drugs. I'm not saying that on they were... On both
1: sides?
0: Was he on, on both drugs both sides. <laughs> I think,
2: I think, I'm not saying... I, I, and I'm being like, I'm so into this kind of shit. I've almost searched to see like, were these people like 24-hour drug users? It doesn't seem like that. OJ maybe later on after yeah. like all... But it seemed like they partied a lot. They well, did party a lot. I listened
1: to a podcast where... Crime and Sports. Yeah. And they were referencing a book they read. And it was while he was still married to Marguerite and saying like... One of his Bills, former Bills players, like he'd go stay at their house and like they would just have hookers come and Coke and they're like, oh, just get to keep the Coke coming for them because after I'm done with this one, I want the next one and just like yeah they couldn't hang out with him because he was too he was which which think about
2: it in that that, that time yeah coke was people were like let's go i mean like you know it wasn't yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. it was like starting to become like glamorized well then
0: and i'm thinking too like cte we didn't know what it was back then could he have i know does he have but what position did he play he's
2: a running back and
1: you're absolutely
2: right you get hit a lot and you hit a lot in the head and those those uh Helmets back then were about like the level oh, of the back. Oh, they had like bags. one yeah. little strap uh-huh. in
1: the front. Like yeah. I have
2: a picture
0: uh-huh. of it. And it's So we'll yeah. never know until he dies and yeah, we can do an yeah, autopsy. Yeah, that's
5: a great point. And it's not an
0: excuse because he could very well just be ignorant on his own. Yeah. But you now when it comes to any of those, Chris Benoit had it. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez had it. Now when it comes to any of those. But then that goes back to us is we don't want to think that our star People are that evil, yeah. so let's give them an excuse. Is it CTE? Is it drugs? Yeah. Is it whatever? Sometimes they could just be evil like everybody else.
1: Yeah. yeah. So over the next few months, they continued like they're on again, off again. Like they were going to movie premieres, they were going to football games, they were going on vacations with friends. And it was a few months. And then I, I don't know what it was that finally caused Nicole to be like, okay. This is unhealthy. I wanna get out. OJ's gotta stop. Like it's I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So January nineteen ninety four, she moves into a condo and this is when she now is living on Bundy, Bundy. Drive. Okay, okay, Bundy.
0: We,
2: well, that's where the murders happen. Listen.
1: In Brentwood, any anything
0: has to do with Bundy. I know. Do not engage. I know.
1: So she even like had like returned a gift from like he was still trying to give her birthday gifts, and he was she was like no. That's the
2: worst, by the way. I recently you send an ex a gift and like you get the Amazon thing, like it was sent back or they, well, they wouldn't accept it. like, yeah. Like <laughs> Did you send an ex, ex- gift
0: from experience? Uh, yeah, this happened a couple <laughs>
2: years ago. I sent a girl, I was dating a t-shirt uh, and, and it like got, you know, sent back and then a coffee from Starbucks. And that the guy was like, hey, she wouldn't take it. So that was, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, take your hints well. though, OJ,
2: right? That's it, that's a wrap, it's over, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's unfortunate. I would accept any gifts you are willing to give Thank me. Thank you. Um, let me quickly before, okay, I'm going to, we know there's this guy who's involved in this story, very small involvement, Kato Kalin Okay. Do you remember him? No. Oh my gosh, you literally don't know anything. Nothing. So Brian Kato Kalen. like that's how you know him, Kato Kalin the blonde guy, looks like a surfer guy. Uh, he was... most the world's famous house guest because he was in living in the guest house of the gretna green property nicole actually paid him i don't know if he's just like a close friend and he just ended up whatever wanting to live at their they knew he, he knew that they had a guest house she he was going to pay five hundred dollars a month rent to stay there, and then would watch the kids every now and then. And it's, oh.
2: and it's Brentwood; it's like the nicest area in yeah. the world. Almost. Oh, you know? so yeah. he
1: got a deal. Yeah. So then and he when, wants to be
2: an actor, so it's a good thing. Okay,
1: that's they was yeah. Okay, so he wants to be an actor. So then, whenever Nicole moved out and she moved to Bundy, Cato was going to move with her and live in one of the downstairs bedrooms. But OJ didn't like that oh. idea, <laughs> and so he offered Cato to stay in one of the guest rooms at his um, Rockingham mansion rent-free and just Kato to not accepted stay with Nicole and therefore sealing his fate to be forever entwined in the famous murder case of OJ and Nicole. So
2: Cato, not to jump forward was him and OJ got McDonald's.
1: On, yes. On the I, night I, of the yep, murder. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like I,
2: as close as OJ came to an alibi, but it still wasn't any good.
1: Oh, it's totally, you're not. Yeah. Yeah so we're I wonder where Cato is now oh, oh he's around yeah. yeah so let me see okay um in 2006 this is where uh, okay we're going to the we're getting close to the night of the murders okay 2006 oj does an interview with um like a like an on-camera interview um because you know he writes this book called if i did it right so when did the book come out was that later
2: uh the, no it was like 2000 i can't tell okay, you exactly probably around the same it's
1: time it's like rain man
0: of oj
2: yeah
1: oh I I Date. yeah so 2006 <laughs> he does this interview and he's talking all about um he appears to be confessing to these killings but he insists that they're all memories and everything's hypothetical Mm-hmm. Um and then the interview ended up getting shelved because it was too controversial and it was not gonna be put on TV. And then it somehow reemerged okay. in twenty eighteen and now you just have... nail? Yeah. Literally. What? I never even knew about I, I think it they until released five minutes it,
2: uh, ago. It was kind of like around the same time he 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 was being let out on parole from his second of like, like the, the thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's so right. it was right around twenty eighteen, around the fall. Um I don't know what the exact meaning was, but yeah.
1: So he, um, this is, this is his account, um, of what happened. He felt if he could claim it was hypothetical at this point that it would have, uh, deniability like with his children and, you know we've already talked about this who else was the person to hypothetically confess to all of his crimes ted ted bundy 100 oh, yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. so i got a little bit of a longer clip but this is literally from the interview and it was too juicy to not play yeah. okay so it's about what's what what'd i say six minutes yeah. so so it's coming right after the break
5: and now a word from our sponsors
6: Why don't you tell me what might have happened on the night of June 12th, 1994?
5: <laughs> and let's just walk yeah, through the night. I, well, first of all, it's, this is very difficult for me to do this. Uh, it was very difficult for me because it's hypothetical. I know and I accept the fact that people are gonna feel whatever way they're gonna feel. <laughs> you know, uh, they're gonna, uh, um, you know, some uh, whatever, uh, whatever they wanna feel. In the book, the hypothetical is, uh, Charlie uh, uh, pulls that Charlie. up. Charlie, <laughs> uh, this guy Charlie shows up. The guy we would recently become friends with, and uh, I don't know why you had been by the Cole's house, but it told me you wouldn't believe what's going on over there, and uh, and I remember thinking, well, whatever's going on over there has got to stop, right? So we kind of hooked up together, and uh, you know, I'm kind of broad stroking this. We go over. Get into Bronco and go over it. Let, let's just go back and
6: do the details. Where did you I'm park? This is a detail. You park in, in the
5: hypothetical. Go in the alley. Right.
6: You park in the alley. Yeah. And you put on a wool cap and gloves.
5: Uh, in the hypothetical, I put on a cap and gloves.
6: Right. Yeah. And um, you reached under the seat for
5: um, a knife. I always kept a knife, a not car for the crazies and stuff because you can't travel with a gun. And I remember Charlie saying, "You ain't bringing that," and I didn't. Right? But I believe he took it. Charlie took the knife. Yeah. In the book. Yeah. Yes.
6: So. The back gate. I'm so confused. You go through yeah. the back gate. Yes. And it was open or broken or.
5: I don't recall. Okay, go. I go to the front and I'm. Charlie's like to see a make-believe guy. Okay. Um, and I can see that it appears like Nicole had. Fly, I had candles all the time. She really did to keep her overhead down. I think, and music was on. And uh, while I was there, a guy shows up. You know. So
6: Ron Goldman comes in the back gate. Yeah,
5: I, I, a guy that I really didn't recognize. I, I may have seen him around, but I really didn't recognize him to be anyone. And uh, and I, in the mood I was in, I started having words with him.
6: He says to you, "I just came by to return a pair of glasses. Judy left them at the restaurant."
5: Yeah, words to that effect. Yes. That's Nicole's mom, and, Judy. Okay. And uh, he was I old. don't know if I believed it or didn't believe uh, it. He was pretty much immaterial. So he's because, done. Lost
0: the hypothetical part. You know,
5: uh, yeah. I was more concerned about everything that, that everything that was going on, you know, and uh, was uh, fed up with it, I guess. And
6: uh, you get into a fight. Nicole comes out. A and verbal, a
5: verbal, a verbal fight. fight got a little loud, and by that time uh, uh, Nicole had come out, and we started having words about who is this guy, why is he here, what's going on. And, and she says,
6: this is my house, get that the F out yeah, of here.
5: Yes, and uh, which I didn't like, because once again, this is the same person. And if you read the book, you'll see some things that happened in the two weeks leading up to this that were uh, very, very irritating, you know, uh, and I think Charlie had followed this guy in, wanted to make sure it was no problem. And he brought the knife. As things got heated, uh, I just remember the cold fell and hurt herself. And uh, this guy kind of got into a karate thing. And I said, well, you think you can kick my ass? And I remember I grabbed the knife. I do remember that portion, taking the knife from Charlie. And to be honest, after that, I don't remember except I'm standing there and there's all kind of stuff around and um, um... What kind of stuff? Blood and stuff around. You know, we, you know, I hate to say this, but this is like <laughs> I know we got to back up again. Right. That's <laughs> you know, okay. He's like, I to no, back this up. This is hard. This is this hard, is hard. To, I know. know I want to back up to... to try to make people think that I'm a... i no. am <laughs> I know. I know.
6: Um, you wrote in the book, I had never seen so much blood in my life. covered, you're covered, the scene, can you describe
5: it? It's hard for me to describe it, I'm telling you. I don't think any two people could be um, murdered the way they were without everybody being covered in blood. And of course, I think we've all seen the grisly pictures after. So yeah, I think everything was covered, would have been covered in blood.
0: Speechless, he couldn't even keep the hypothetical part going. No, then I was confused about Charlie. I guess Charlie was
1: it's almost like in the book, the guy's name
0: is Charlie.
2: Well, Charlie is just a guy that OJ has, like, if he did it, Charlie is somebody that would have been there with them or, or or hypothetically oh, was there with them
0: because he said i grabbed the knife from charlie
2: and some people are some people have said that charlie is is oj like, like, an, like yeah. another per, part of his personality right
1: like, Obviously. like yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, charlie did it like that was my dark
2: side yeah yeah, yeah.
0: wow But I need all the black people to listen to this because black people still
1: like to say O.J.
0: didn't do it. (laughs) 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 Literally, it just admitted it.
1: Literally. So let me let me preface. Let me tell you what's going on here. If you don't know, on the evening of June 12th, 1994, Nicole and O.J. attend their daughter's dance recital. And now he was living. No, he was out of town. So he had flown in or he was probably hanging out with Paula somewhere he flown in and he they were gonna um Nicole's family was going to go to dinner at uh Mezzaluna this restaurant where she had previously dated the owner of that restaurant that's who that's who OJ spied Keith on them and it was Nicole Uh and Keith that's Uh who he watched have sex and so OJ asked to come along but Nicole says no you cannot come along so that doesn't make him happy. One of the waiters at the restaurant is Ron Goldman. So this is where this guy comes up, comes up. <laughs> Shit! I'm trying to do the noise and it spewed everywhere. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Ron Goldman is there. He's a waiter. He is. Uh, they had become friends in the past weeks, and uh, Nicole and the kids end up. They leave the restaurant. They go home back to the Bundy Drive and nicole had left nicole's mom had left her glasses at the restaurant and then ron was like oh i'll bring them to her house whenever i get off so he gets off at like 9 50 and meanwhile oj and kato kaylin um they're going to mcdonald's to go get some dinner oh mcdonald's
0: is always part of it now
1: rumors (laughs) circulated that oj had been on drugs at the time of the murder and then i did hear that it was reported that they actually went to burger king because that's where a drug dealer known as jr had been selling them crystal meth now i don't what? know that's i i've only heard that you one place, too but, much
0: money to do crystal meth
1: listen i don't know i just really think he went to mcdonald's and did and maybe had some cocaine there or something i don't know but he was with kato kaylin at that point
0: so and kato calen's corroborated this yeah, yeah but that yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah 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 okay so nicole's neighbors end up testifying that they hear her dog barking so this dog barking is a big is like basically how they're found um so the dog's barking it's it's like 10 15 um dog starts barking a dog walker like walks by and comes across the dog and notices that it's bloody legs, bloody like belly on the dog and it's like, Oh my gosh, where did the dog come from? Like what's happening? And then the dog like follows the man home and the man's like, I don't know what to do with the dog and then anyway some other neighbors finally go and know where the dog lives and they go up and that's whenever they see Nicole and Ron's bodies.
2: I mean, Nicole's basically decapitated.
1: Tell oh, i just wait please. for the details because yeah, yeah. they are about to come and you better take a shot because it's yeah. very, very gruesome. So the dog. OK, so the the bodies are laying outside of the house. Police are called immediately to the scene. And this is what they find. The front door to Nicole's condo was open. The bodies were found. There were no signs that anyone had entered through breaking in. So there's no sign of force forced entry. Her body was laying face down, almost in like a fetal position. She's barefoot at the bottom of the stairs um, leading to the door. So the walk there's a walkway um, leading to the stairs, and that was covered in blood. The soles of her feet were clean. So based on this evidence, investigators concluded that she was the first person to be killed and was the intended target she had been stabbed multiple times in the head and the neck and there were few defensive wounds on her hands implying that it was a short struggle or she was knocked out with which she was um the final wound inflicted ran deep into her neck severing her carotid artery a large this is the worst this is the worst this is the worst a large bruise in the center of her upper back with a corresponding footprint on her clothing indicated to investigators that after killing Goldman the assailant the killer OJ returned to Nicole's body stood on her back pulled her head back by her hair and slit her throat throat. like finished her off slit her throat she was her larynx 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 larynx. was could be seen through the wound i should use i showed you the picture could be seen and her vertebrae c3 was incised and her nicole's head was barely remaining attached to her body
0: this is your c3 right here in the back your cervical vertebrae so it went all the way oh my
1: god ron goldman's body laid laid next like nearby close to a tree and a fence and he had been stabbed multiple times in the body and the neck but there were few defensive wounds on his hand there there were some but i i guess so it showed that there was a struggle um evidence that the uh coroner had found was that he had been stabbed with one hand or oj or the whatever assailant had him in a chokehold and then used his other hand to start stabbing him. And near his body was a blue knit cap, a left hand extra large Arius isotoner leather glove, and an envelope containing the glasses that he was returning. So detectives determined that Ron had come over to Nicole's house during her killing and that the OJ saw that he was there but wanted him to make sure there he was silenced and there was no witnesses, and so that's why he killed him. Mm. And the there was a trail of bloody shoe prints that ran through the back gate, but there was also some drops of blood from the killer, um, and apparently whoever was bleeding was bleeding from the left hand, and they measured the distance between the, prints that they found and they concluded that he was walking not running which I guess I don't know the assailant yeah yeah yeah. OJ. Yeah. Okay. yeah so he just kind of like calmly walked away from the scene just kind of creepy so let me circle back to um OJ's hypothetical so he had said that Nicole fell I don't know if you what he said Nicole fell in and, that interview. Yeah, in that interview, okay. that he, you know she just that's how she ended up on the ground. Well, she was hit in the head with the handle of the knife, according to the coroner. So he like hit her with the butt of the knife, knocked her out, and then stabbed her four times in the neck. She lays on the ground. Ron Goldman arrives, runs towards her, uh, he's grabbed by O.J who jabs him in the face five times with the knife slit his throat he gets loose ron gets loose and uh but the this whole walkway is gated so there's like a perimeter of a mm-hmm. gate. Yeah, this one so investigator he can't or, get out. Or,
2: or prosecutor described it as like a killing cage. cage. Like once he got, in, it was like a once he, he was backed into a corner with this gigantic football player, yeah. oh. and he's just like he's got nowhere to go. Because Ron Goldman was like a pretty in shape, like athletic guy. So yeah. yeah,
1: wow. So he's like stuck, and he basically is like, I'm trapped. And then, um, he's he's grabbed he's grabbed by him. And Uh, brought back in? No, he gets, he doesn't go out, uh, he he can't get outside of the fence. So he's basically like tries to run off and there's nowhere to go. He's blocked. And then OJ is able to catch him again, plunges the knife at him and stabs him in the side and severs his abdominal artery. And then he does have those defensive wounds on his hands so that he was trying to protect himself. You get that artery,
2: you have a a minute till till you're dead because of the bleeding
0: so was Ron uh, in the outside in that little fancy area or was he in the house when he was found no no they were both they were found both outside.
1: Outside, outside okay that's what I the, thought yeah okay and then so basically what they determined was that the killer OJ alternated <coughs> between victims and after horrifically slitting and almost decapitating Nicole he went back to Ron who was all, probably oh. already dead and stabbed him a few more times so he's like overkill on both I mean yeah, like there's no
0: and then walks off calmly
1: mm. yeah yep so later that night
0: I did <sighs> okay remember his story of Charlie he did say that he broke in the back door right but then the people said there was no sign to force entry
1: I don't know because I think she came out yeah. of, the do, the of the house and you gotta I, it's it's confusing the setup because it's like there's a door and then it t- you you open the door the back door and then it's like this walkway and it's like a tall get tall iron gated whole walkway mm-hmm. and it's like uh, it's you gotta just kind of watch yeah. the video it's kind of yeah. hard to explain but and you could probably <sighs> You kind of you kind of can't see it from the street, I think. Like so, it, it's like the and there was this, this a really big tree, so it's like you're just brazen enough to murder them like out there in the wide open, yeah. but it was really wasn't that wide open. Because uh-huh. um, I didn't remember where I was like, did they kill them inside? Like I thought they were yeah. outside. Yeah, no, okay. they, yeah, they and, were. And, and okay. apparently,
2: this is like like it's not like the premeditation is like uh, it doesn't seem like. No. There was much to it like Marcia Clark the woman who one of who one of the prosecutors said like he he had called the woman Paula she didn't answer um he had been blown off and, and not invited to the dinner after the after the recital he said he was bullshit about that um and he just kind of lost it uh-huh. um and so like it was like literally a, a passion killing or a rage mm-hmm. killing yes. right because it's it's not like very well like like you said like it's 10:15 and oh. he's just like stabbing people and like right yeah. out in the middle of the street, almost. You know, yeah. in a beautiful neighborhood.
1: So OJ is later that night. He has a flight that's scheduled eleven forty five to Chicago because he's going to do this Hertz golf tournament. Yeah. So he got somewhere to be. <laughs> How could he? I mean, <laughs> you. Don't, I don't think he planned. I mean, do you? That's he what he just said. It. like it's yeah.
0: premeditated oh. rage
1: killing. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah, I think it just piss, like yes, yeah. probably on drug rage. Yeah. yes, yes, I for sure think that. So like you know, he needs to get home and he has a limo that's coming to pick him up at the house At his, to the his airport. house. so he has to go to, yeah, take him to the airport and all this stuff. So he um what does he have? Maybe some blood? a little bit. What's it gonna do with the bloody clothes? Was he doing? How's he get away with all this? He's got to be full of blood. Takes off his shoes. Takes off his bloody clothes. He just kind of like bundles them up. And they never
2: find the clothes, right?
1: No, but there's a. Okay. um I have an interesting. But is there not blood in the Bronco? There is.
2: There is. So okay. that's,
1: that's. But yeah. he took off his clothes before he got in there. Smart. So and he had the gloves on. You know, he already had one that was dropped at the scene. And not then, smart. So he takes his shoes off. He takes his. I guess t-shirt or whatever he's wearing and pants off and the gloves. So I guess then it's already in a, they said it's in a bundle. I don't know if that's a bag, a bundle bag, whatever, (laughs) bundle bag. So they're in a bundle bag. So he's like, okay, he has to get rid of them. Well then, you know, Charlie is in a panic. (laughs) Charlie, Charlie
4: Charlie is like,
1: Jesus Christ, OJ, Jesus Christ, OJ. And he's like, shut up, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> they
1: had a conversation having him, a, so. yeah having, having a moment. war with yeah. myself so he takes yeah takes all this stuff off he gets in the Bronco he drives back he parks a block away this is from the interview too this okay. is what he says he parks a block away because he knew the limo was going to be there and then uh he went across the backyard in through the neighbor's tennis court I mean this whole yeah. you know these guys too much you have too much he goes in the house he grabs his bags he puts them out front for the limo guy to like put in the car you know there's this whole thing about the limo and where he he got there early and oj was, was not there. the limo and driver the, was nervous and the bronco was not there yeah. when the limo arrived yeah. and they're like so so this this is the time frame where he was like unaccounted for yeah, yeah. okay so And when when we go through the trial stuff, we can...
2: He has no just... Yeah, he's got no alibi.
1: I mean, it's completely... I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So he has the bags that are outside and he goes upstairs and takes a shower because obviously he's got murder on him. So he (laughs) um, gets dressed, he gets in the limo, heads to the airport. And then according to the limo driver, OJ had four bags, one of them being a knapsack that he would not let the guy touch. And he's insisting, like, oh, I'll load it myself, I'll load it myself. I don't know what a knapsack is, like a little, tiny little bag, that's where all this murder stuff was. Wow. So, uh, um, at the airport, when he's checking his bags, he only checks three bags. Where's that one fourth bag, it's missing. A witness claimed that he saw Simpson at the airport discard the items from a bag into the trash can so did, later on they would say they believe this is where the murder weapon the shoes and the clothes that he wore that night were disposed allegedly i mean because if you're going to if you're at an airport trash can it's kind of smart yeah, yeah. I mean, this is 1994
2: we're not talking about cameras there's not
1: cameras, cameras everywhere yeah. Right. Yeah. so oj's in chicago he's Gets on the airplane and just falls right to sleep. He was just exhausted.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was a workout, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So he goes. He gets awake. He's woken up from a phone call, LAPD, and they tell him. I don't know if they told me like she was. Oh, how was she murdered? Oh, I mean, is she dead or mm-hmm. what? Wait, I, I mean, she's dead. Like you know how they. Charlie, do you know that? Yeah, Charlie. What, <laughs> Charlie? You know? Okay. Oh, what? Oh, this whole thing. So. They call, St. Nicole's dead, and they ask him, "Where are you? And when can you get back?" And he like flies back the next day. But uh, once he is back, they notice that he has a cut on his left hand.
0: His one cut, Not the left hand. I was, like, hand. Oh. I was Not
1: like the hand with no glove. Mm. <laughs> and so they OJ said, "Well, while he was in his hotel room, he like went into the bathroom, and he just remember like." Like slamming this after glass he found out, down. Right, yeah. yeah after yeah. he found out he got the call, he goes in the bathroom and he just like slams this glass down on the on the counter and it just smashed and somehow he probably cut his finger.
0: Believable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean it could be a good story. Yeah. yeah it's a terrible story. And he goes and then he goes and gets a band-aid from downstairs. You know, whatever. I don't I, I don't know. Yeah. So they obviously were like clearly the cut probably came from one of his victims you know and the officers also told him because this is what he's back now and they were like well we actually we found blood on the inside of your car and then at this point it's when OJ said oh you know what actually, I actually don't remember how I cut my finger but he, there were several stories yeah. he told. So it was different probably stories. so much
0: blood that the knife slipped out of his hand. You know, well, like
1: it. it I think it must have cut through the glove. I guess. There were,
2: and there was a struggle with him and Ron Goldman. They say, and that's yeah. possibly where yeah. where that cut happened.
1: I'm like, how do you not have more than one
2: cut? Yeah. I thought it would. Have I, I. I. By the way, that's one thing in his defense. I thought the same exact thing. I'm like, wouldn't but this guy I have like, i guess cuts? If it's, but I if, guess if, yeah. if he
1: had the gloves on, yeah.
2: And if he had the knife, I guess. But yeah, I, I, I would have I thought he would have been, I guess he lucked out, not being like, unless you know, he, hit in the face. Unless the
1: glove had, had come off in the struggle and then Ron like somehow.
2: Yeah.
0: Crashed. No, I don't even think it was. A defense or whatever. I think there was so much blood when he was stabbing. It happened on another story that it slips. The handle slips, and then hmm. their hand gets to the blade, so like it slips but and so it they But it was like a oh. cut,
1: like right here. Oh, uh,
0: on
1: his neck. Look, yeah. at, I thought that's what the picture showed. Mm. I don't know. I'll show you the picture.
2: Yeah, because the picture—he's like taking the picture like this. Yeah. Uh, because this is when he got questioned by police. Yeah. Like the okay. next day.
1: So, <clears throat> June fourteenth. So what did this happen? Murders happened on the 12th. We're on the 14th. Um, OJ hires a lawyer.
0: January. Where Rob- are we? January or June? Did I say June. June. January?
1: June. June.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay.
1: Robert Shapiro, who is, um, he began, Robert Sh- Shapiro began assembling his team of lawyers. This is referred to as the dream team. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this dream team. I love it. I'm gonna okay. We have Robert Shapiro, Johnny Cochran, Carl Douglas, Sean Chapman, Gerald Yuleman, Robert Kardashian, Alan Dershowitz, yep. F. Lee Bailey, Barry Sheck, Peter Newfield, Robert Bezier, and William Thompson. Now, I'm just gonna tell you about a couple of those the the yeah. top ones. So Shapiro was called the architect of the Simpson defense team for building this high profile dream team, and he led the defense through most of the trial until johnny cochran took over and he led as like the chair
2: early on simpson oj described shapiro as his quarterback
1: okay like he was the the
2: guy he went to first and he was like put it together
1: Uh yeah so then when johnny cochran joined the defense team he kind of took over as the chair during the trial and i think most likely because that's when they decided to focus on like the race issue um and then also which you'll find out later in the what a thing that made Cochrane probably the most famous was if the glove didn't fit, yeah. you, you supposed to quit. quit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was when he was referencing the scene where the prosecutors told him to try on the glove and it didn't fit, but that's a whole other annoying yeah. thing.
2: Prosecutors really screwed that up. <sighs> yeah.
1: They had the latex glove underneath. I don't understand. Okay, yeah. Kardashian. Robert Kardashian was a close friend of, of OJ. So this is actually where OJ stayed. He stayed with Robert Kardashian um, the couple of days between the when he got back from Chicago and then whenever. Nobody he, knew
2: where he was. Apparently, he was staying in either Kim or Khloe's room. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. And and and, and there So were he theories, was staying
1: there because there was yeah. so much media at his house. Yeah. It was like a circus. So who is kind of like that was his kind of little yeah. hideout. You know, wasn't and hiding a, a, out apparently yet. Apparently he.
2: Um, People say that, and anybody can like weigh in on this, that without Bob Kardashian being on that dream team, that the Kardashians really aren't who they are today. Like mm-hmm. you get the Ray J sex tape and all that stuff, but it doesn't quite take off if it's not the guy from the dream team. Uh-huh. Saw People say that. Aren't yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. I
1: think I, he was... Um like, he was a, an attorney, and but then he But he was, like, he one let... of OJ's
2: best buddies.
1: Okay, so he yeah. must have... They he, were, like, cause boys. Cause he was
0: Nicole and um, Chris, Chris at were for, one point... Yeah, they, they all hung together. I think they yeah. were both waitresses or something together before they met the rich I know they guys. were, like,
1: close, close yeah, friends. Chris was a
2: flight attendant. That's when she okay. met Bob Kardashian. But, yeah, I think they were, like... They, they were foxes together, like, back oh, in yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, that's when... Back when she was married to... Um, uh, Bruce, bruce jenner bruce jenner yeah uh, formerly I mean, formerly I mean, known as uh, his real name i hate to say uh, it's dead name but <laughs> <you> know, <Bruce. laughs> that's what they call it you
0: know <laughs> and remember they used to say that that. They,
1: your name is dead now no yeah. if you if i go and i'm like oh uh ellen page is in juno oh bitch don't say it, that's her dead name yeah because now he's elliot in, oh, it's called dead naming dead
0: game. name okay yeah, so nope. i didn't
1: know but now i just Me want to either. teach y'all yeah.
0: something i do remember there that there were rumors that oj was actually chloe's dad because remember yeah. chloe oh, was yeah, had the dad. big
1: the thick lips mm-hmm. and the yeah. big booty yeah. oh well, and, now she looks like a yeah. I don't know. They've they're taking their butts out and everything now and now they're skinny and blonde. Yeah. And they're it's dating okay. skinny white guys. Except for okay. actually she just got um, a surrogate, a with, surrogate Tristan with Tristan yeah. Thompson. Yeah. So now she's having another baby yeah. with the you know, Tristan. So that's good. <laughs> that's, good so that's good. It's news. Yep. Okay, where was I? Um oh Kardashian. So that's where he kinda hung out um before the Bronco situation happened. I have two more. Um, F. Lee Bailey he was his most notable contribution to the fence was he cross-examined Mark Furman mm. and oh. he like all these names are coming back right he was Wait. the oh he for was the the Rodney LAP, King he was the LAP investigator yeah. um and Bailey got Furman to
2: plead he wasn't the, involved with Rodney King but he was painted and a lot of people he has a racist yes so okay. he was he, and he was almost linked to that whole Dynamic of LAPD, right? Like okay. they are racist cops. And, yeah. yeah, and it was yeah. horrible back then. Yes, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. That's a huge part of. So the case. Mark yes, Sherman had that, nothing
1: to do with Rodney King. He was all no, jail. no. It's okay. just because those uh, those officers who were a part of it got off and did not get convicted for anything. They were all innocent, and so yeah. that made this huge. That was yeah. this huge riff. Yeah. Like, and so then they. Um, this is this is how the jury, because the jury was mo- made up of mostly African-American people. I think it was like For sure, yeah. uh, like nine to three or something like uh, that. Okay. And so that's, I guess once they found out that was their jury, then they got Johnny Cochran in there because he was going to push civil rights. He was going to push uh-huh. the race card. And even
0: though OJ didn't even want to be black. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's,
2: that's the, the, the other <laughs> thing
1: that's like, so the irony of it. But you can't she,
2: discard that like. You know, Los Angeles was that they they were they were shitty to minorities. The cops yeah, were so yeah, it's like yeah. so minorities had a, like a right to be pissed off, and this was like the perfect storm.
1: And even you know? in that uh show, that owed whatever OJ twenty yeah. five or yeah, 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 like they some, two of American. the juror, jurors even said like. Yeah, it was I was getting back yeah, at, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I can see it.
3: Yeah.
0: Like I can see it like how many innocent black men are in jail mm-hmm. let right. this one get off. I know. Let's go and let OJ get off. I yes. know. Feel <laughs> like pick a different one. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so Effley Bailey was known for he was the one who um, cross-examined uh Mark Furman yeah. and was able to get him to plead the 5th based on his responses and he like lied because he had lied about we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, and then last one is this Alan Ders- Dershowitz? Dershowitz, which yeah. I mean, he's, so he was Bulo. a Harvard. I don't know anything about, I, yeah. I, yes, I don't know what that is. I couldn't even pronounce it. So That's I just wrote, he was like a Harvard law yeah. professor. Uh, and
2: he got this guy, Klaus von Bülow off. Klaus was a super wealthy guy mm-hmm. and he murdered his wife.
1: Uh, I do and, have a coworker who comes and, 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 and there
2: and was a, there was a movie, it. um, called, uh, Reversal of Fortune.
3: Okay. And,
2: Basically, it chronicles this guy. I think one of it was like an Oscar nominator. Somebody won an Oscar. But anyways, Dershowitz represented this very wealthy guy who got off for killing his wife. And and all signs pointed to, once again, this rich guy really did kill his wife. So Dershowitz came into this like, this guy is, yeah, he can make you some chicken salad out of chicken shit if you're looking to get off a murder uh,
1: truck. Okay. Not only did he represent that person, he represented Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein. He did?
2: Oh, Wow.
1: And he also served as a member of the legal team for Donald Trump during his first impeachment trial. This is all from Wikipedia, so it. Yeah. it can be edited. Right? Yeah. Okay, June 16th. We're moving right along. Yeah. We are still not to the Bronco chase. We are now at the funeral. And We're this... about
0: to be at Juneteenth. Oh,
1: <laughs> You are so right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't got no chance of No, you're absolutely seat. right. So, okay. This was the funeral or wake. It's I don't know. It's called both of them. And OJ attended. Because at this point, they don't think that... He, they don't... They're not sure. Well, people...
2: Sure. Th- There's certain people think he did. Yeah. But certain people don't. Yeah.
1: Cause, yeah. Cause, I mean, all the white not, people... Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Right. All her family probably in the beginning, right? I...
1: Don't know what they said. Friends? I think
2: they were shaken up. One of one of the sisters, Denise, was like sure of it. Yes, Denise um,
1: had seen yeah. a bunch of stuff. And, yeah, and,
2: but but and and a couple of them, I think, or one of the other sisters, wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But like, I guess like what happened after the funeral. The funeral, he shows up and he's all oh. messed up on Xanax It's like, Go yes. ahead. Yeah.
1: Yes. Ugh. Okay. So so whenever he gets there, and this is also from his interview, he says that he remembers being being so out of it that he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm at a funeral? Like whose funeral I'm at? am I at? <sighs> like, really bro? And he's like, who died? Like what? And so he was heavily medicated. And at one point he, so she had an open casket. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they obviously had like a turtleneck on her because how, your neck is
0: slit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's, I guess makeup and.
1: I know, I know. They had to just cover up that neck cause it was barely hanging on. But anyway. <sighs> he leans over the casket to give her a kiss he said somebody had asked what okay somebody was close by and was like what did you say because they said that they heard him say I'm sorry but he says he didn't say anything however how he felt is the issue because he talks about he said he had so many feelings of anger
2: yeah, he was still mad at her. He
1: was still so mad at yeah. her. He said he said I had so much anger upon her death and that anger just didn't disappear. He said I was still trying to deal with the fact that I'm not going to be able to tell her the things I wanted to tell her and I tried to tell her back in that night whenever up, they played that 911 call and I was trying to tell her. I was trying to tell her. Basically like I was trying to tell her I was going to kill you mm-hmm. and now you're dead and you're here and now I can't tell you what I want to tell you and I'm not, I can't change your mind about anything and now I won't ever have the same effect on you that I, I never, I'll never have the effect on you ever again. Really. I shouldn't
0: have killed you because now I can't bully you. Yes. <laughs> basically, So yeah. he's
1: basically standing over her body and he's thinking, didn't I tell you I was going to kill you? Didn't I tell you? Yeah, like I basically, like, like I told you so. Like he was so angry that killing her did not resolve anything for him
2: mm. yeah that's yeah
1: that but is, then there was even no
0: emotion in the charlie interview like there was no sadness there was no, no he was just like lackadaisically talking yeah. about it laughing about it
1: no i don't think i yeah there, there's not ever been any. He don't have remorse at all. No. His thing was
2: he was gonna fi- once he got off, he was like, I'm gonna spend my- dedicate my life to finding the killer. And people used to always be like, OJ is the killer <laughs> on the <laughs> golf course with
1: you? Yeah, yeah. I was at- saying, like our, yeah, the golf yeah, course. Yes. Where's, yeah.
2: where's, Charlie? Yeah.
1: Wow. Five days after the murders, OJ's attorney, attorneys negotiate his surrender to police, and it was agreed that he would turn himself in on. <laughs> At 11 a.m. on June 17th.
3: Yep. Yeah.
1: Not Juneteenth. June 17th. <laughs> Getting close. So detectives recommend that Simpson was going to be charged with two two counts of first degree murder, and they were going to wait till the final DNA uh, test came back, and then they once they came back, they were going to arrest him and all this stuff. So the so, DNA
0: test of the blood in the car,
1: like, uh, well, because at the scene it was. Nicole's blood, Ron's blood, and it was OJ's blood. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, like I guess making yeah. sure that it was his yeah. blood. So 11 a.m. comes around and...
2: And by the way, one that thing... That could be
1: argued though in the thing. It
2: could, and it yeah. is argued. One thing too, these so OJ was OJ, right? He's such a celebrity that he basically gets, he gets interviewed by these two police officers without an attorney. He's like, sure, I'll talk to the police. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. So he goes and he talks to these two cops. Uh, Lang and Van Adder, right? And he talks yeah. to them. They got, they have the one chance to talk to him and ask him anything to get get crazy thoughts on the record, and they couldn't pin him down. They couldn't pin down a timeline. They totally these guys bungled the uh, th- that question and answer mm-hmm. session. It was really the one time they had him, and then they just let him go. Ugh. Like they didn't keep him in custody. They could have kept him in custody. They could have held him, mm-hmm. uh, and they didn't. And it was like, well, why did they let him go? Because he's OJ. Like, where's yeah. he going to go? Yeah. And that was, like, the beginning of the celebrity, like, like part yeah. of this treatment this dude got because he was OJ. Like,
3: yeah,
0: hey,
2: he's The Rock. Okay, you know, so right. he's going to turn back up. Like, And whatever. before
0: him, was there any major, like, c- celebrity athlete that committed anything I mean, like
2: not that? that I can think of. I feel like he was the one. He was probably the first yeah. one. And then yeah. after
0: that, you got Ray Carruth, and you got yeah, Aaron Ray Hernandez, Carruth, and you got... One. So OJ, yeah. like, Bad made... One, People realize that oh wait, just because they're celebrities, they are yes. human and yeah.
2: can do yes. shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's 11 a.m. He's supposed to turn himself in, and um, uh, they, a police agreed that they could they would delay him for an hour. He could do it at noon because you know OG gets what he wants, and he, because he was going to be seen by a mental health specialist because he was showing signs of suicidal depression. He had updated his will. He called his mother and his children, and he wrote three sealed letters, one of them to his children, one to his mother, and one to the public. And I'm pretty sure Robert Kardashian read one of them to the public. Um, More than 1,000 reporters waited for Simpson at the police station
2: one Parker Center, which I but think. But he
1: never showed up. Yeah. Oh, where'd he go? Back oh. to McDonald's? No, he didn't ever showed up, and so I mean, this they is a like, zoo. There's, a there's press zip. everywhere, yes.
2: and this one. And they're like, guy, wait, at the police yeah. conference,
1: like they're waiting. And they're yeah. like, where is he? Where is he? And everybody where is he? like where is
2: he? Uh, the one guy from from the media talks about, you know, hey, everybody, this guy had goodwill. Whoever whoever the the, the, the uh, sheriff's deputy was, or whoever the commander was, and he's like, hey, we'll uh-huh. have him here. what and and, and and that guy had to stand in front and say, like, O.J.'s not here. Sorry.
1: Yeah. yeah. So they were, the LAPD notified Shapiro and said that, well, we're just going to have to go to uh, Kardashian's house to go arrest O.J. And at that point, uh, O.J.'s friend, A.C., A.C. Al Callens. Yeah, Al Callens. A His go, teammate, Callen. they
2: grew up together. Teammate. best yes. buddies.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so we call him AC or okay. they call him AC, yeah. but yes. So he picks him up, he picks OJ up and he's going to take him to the police station. Okay. So, uh, all of a sudden, um, they, he's not showing up at the police station. He's not at the Kardashians house. And it's like, they, they go on and they finally declare that OJ Simpson is a fugitive and there's an all points bulletin and he has now has a warrant out for his arrest so ac arrives picks oj up gonna take him to the police station but oj decides he wants to go to nicole's house now why would he want to go to nicole's house i don't know why does a murderer ever want to go back to a place that they murdered somebody to revisit it to revisit (gasps) (laughs)
2: you guys do this a lot i'm guessing
1: but they are just like take me to cole's house take me to cole's house take me to cole's house you know he wants to smell the blood he wants to just like (laughs) just i need it he just needs it well cops were everywhere so he's like take me to the take me to the graveyard take me to where she was buried take i mean so he's like starting to lose it and so he Goes, he said. There's too many cops over there taping to the gravesite. He then said he was in so much pain. He wanted the pain to stop. He couldn't sit in this in a cell for the rest of his life, because he had to take care of his children. And then he starts to threaten to kill himself. And that's where we end for today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one, the one last thing about this chase. So this is we I can know, wrap it up get with this. I no, we can just it. wrap it up. This is my personal experience. Yeah. So I'm sitting there with my buddies. It's I'm going. It's my summer going to my senior year. We're getting drunk smoking weed we're gonna watch the Knicks play the the Houston Rockets in game I think three of the NBA finals oh my god your memory so you're we're watching this game (laughs) we're watching this game right and all of a sudden
1: breaking news
2: breaking news so
1: oh yes they they go they
2: interrupt the finals for this OJ chase it's crazy and so all of a sudden the chase becomes such a big deal that they put the fucking game in a box, <laughs> and, and OJ is the thing, and the, the game. We're like, but at the point in time, we're like, oh, I guess OJ is the big deal. Uh, yeah, yes. uh-huh. and so and it was us.
1: the the most intense slow Flip speed all over chase. Oh
2: yeah, you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we're gonna continue with part two uh, next I week. I just need to know how they caught.
0: Do they put the little Can't the tell. spikes out when they caught him? We'll Listen, out. you
1: don't even need to know that right now. Uh, you got to hang on <laughs> and hang out. <laughs> what does that do we mean? we got to hang tough? Is yeah. it new hang on the yeah, yeah. block? Hang out, and hang tough get you a pineapple bag, girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was so much fun. Okay, I'm not going to watch anything, Don't. even though I want to.
1: Pete, you have to come back, oh, obviously. I'm back. I'm back I mean, we're going to have to figure out. Yeah, we'll do we'll it I'm back figure. the next
2: time you guys want to do okay, it. Okay, we yeah. got
1: to finish it up. So we, yeah. finish we can't. Short, yeah
0: like skimp on OJ, so that's no, why it's been... no. oh, look, yeah, I'm sorry. like so in
2: with yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: like cause we, I mean. I honestly was like, I don't okay. know
2: how are we gonna do this in like a one sitting, so it's yeah. perfect.
1: Oh okay. yeah, no. Mm-hmm.
0: So part two, y'all's mouth are watering, my mouth is
1: watering. Your mouth is watering, you literally had no idea. I'm so torn because I got my white
0: side and my Mexican side <sighs> that are like, huh. OJ did it, but then my black side wants to say, go let him. <laughs> Take one for the team. Listen, OJ out here on damn Twitter, he's over here talking oh, about
1: Roe v. Wade yeah, and his dumb ass. He's <laughs> like, I think we need to have women's right to choose. Yeah. And I'm like, really, bro? You, you slit her throat all the way to her neck, all the way he to her back. fine. Yeah. Women's right to oh, choose.
2: Yeah, something big happens to her way. follow world, him. OJ. Can uh, we talk oh, about hey why to he was wo- arrested hey to the
0: world. this last time? Hey. What happened? What was all? Well, y'all, tune in next oh, week
2: me, to
1: part... <laughs>
5: well, it's
2: Thank my Twitter so site. Much so much Let's start it was with a Roe blast.
5: People Wade. wait, 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 like, 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 oh, one more, one more, one more. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Happy Sunday. Well, it's my Twitter site, so it's my opinion. Let's start with Roe versus Wade. Uh, I thought it was a horrible decision. I think women should have the right to decide uh, uh, what happens uh, with their bodies. Oh the really? you o- G- really?
1: OJ? Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> Oh Jay. I ain't even.
0: Nicole couldn't even didn't have the right to she decide who she wanted to act with. You
3: yeah.
1: was gonna chop off her head,
0: basically. Oh uh, okay. So Pete, you were a blast. You gotta come back
2: for part two. I you will, finish I will. Strong. But, but
1: please tell, don't get so drunk next time. Yeah, don't get so drunk. Don't get so drunk. Don't get so hammered. You next
2: guys time. really handle yourselves well. I mean I don't I, I, honestly I forgot you were drinking and then the way you guys do this is awesome. Thank I, I'm you. like it's so it's like the definition of chemistry, and it's what this, the whole thing is. You guys got a good thing going. Yeah. Thank
0: you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So we, we can't it. fire each other then, huh? No, we can't. No, I guess we're stuck. It's, y'all, thank you for great. tuning in. Don't forget to
1: stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTS. See y'all next week. Peace out.